You're listening to the Sportscast with no name on the Beyond the Name Tag Radio Network. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Sportscast with no name. The no name Sportscast. <laughs> uh, the AFC West Sportscasts. Uh, so, Case, how are you doing? I'm doing good, pal. How are you doing? How was your day? Uh, dude, my day was great. Um, while the NFL is in off-season, the Girl Scout cookie mm. season is in. Yes, it is. I had some Girl Scouts come to my door the other day. Oh, did you really? Yeah, they're doing door-to-door now. So <gasps> with a couple little girls and their mom. See, I was actually seeking them out and because I haven't, you know, I kind of see them around town, but I'm, like, busy and haven't been able to grab them, and I don't have the luxury of anyone mm. coming to my door yet i guess it's kind of weird for apartments though you know yeah i i think it's weird to go knocking on someone's door to sell girl scout cookies anyway i just think it's bizarre <laughs> it's a little you're, bizarre you're, you're taking what today's type of crazies out there you're taking your young girls to someone's door yeah i don't know i mean i mean it's it's how i grew up but uh yeah but man did you know they take credit cards now I did not know that. <laughs> it was insane. Cards. Yeah, because I was going into the bank, and I'm like, oh, hey, I'll get you on the way out once I get cash, because I was with- withdrawing cash anyways. And they're like, oh, we take cards. I was like, dude, yeah. that is awesome. That is pretty cool. But <laughs> so, then, but then, I mean, I guess you could trust a bunch of little girls with your credit card. Yeah, they you would swipe hope. it? Do they swipe it? Or <laughs> yeah, they, they swipe it with one of those little cell phone oh, things. Oh, okay. So then I guess it's kind of legit. I it's kind of legit, maybe a little shady. But at the same time, like, uh, what kind of person are you if you don't? Like get a box now, you know. Like, well, they're pretty expensive. They're like seven dollars a box. Aren't they, they were five. Oh, five, five bucks. bucks a box. I mean, it's a, a little expensive, but I mean, if you compare it to going and grabbing a box of Oreos or something, I want to know who thing. makes these cookies because they're pretty phenomenal. Dude, they're amazing. Anyways, they right, are pretty good. I bought Keebler off cookies. Oh off the yeah, shelf, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. those are gonna be good, and then I get them home, and I'm like, these are fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, Girl Scout cookies are consistent. So consistent, so bomb. Like the Thin Mints taste exactly the same as they did. Oh, 10 dude, years ago. Absolutely. Like they didn't like change the recipe or anything. No, I, love I wonder the if they minutes. have like a little old lady with like a, a safe in her house that has all the secret recipes of these <laughs> cookies. Like <laughs> Because can you find recipes for Girl Scout cookies online? You can find I anything think online. So I think they started doing that a little bit. I but... mean, thanks to Donald Trump, I can find nuclear codes online probably because oh, he just puts everything out there. But with the Girl Scout cookies, I bet you could. I bet you can I bet anyone listening five dollars. <laughs> I bet you a box of Girl Scout cookies that you can't find an authentic recipe for any of those cookies. Oh, the challenge is on, people. Yeah. Anyways, so get back to football. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the distraction. We've got some new segments going on. Um, we're gonna do the end around, which is basically our general NFL news, and we'll kind of rush through that, I think, because I wanna kind of focus on the AFC West mm-hmm. and there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um so uh then it's the West Coast offensive. Um basically we talk about all of the AFC West teams, what's going on with them, um, what they need, etc. Especially right now. Mm-hmm. And uh and then we have uh, hot garbage. Um, oh, that's a good segment. Which is yeah, it's basically the best of the worst in the NFL. Yeah, hot garbage. Like what's worse than hot garbage? I mean, yeah, probably like like in the summertime in New York, uh, it's hot and someone throws their garbage out and the garbage truck hasn't come by yet and it's just out there stinking. Yeah. And there are a lot of teams out there just stinking. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So, yeah, we'll get to that probably at the end of the show. Um, But that kind of gives you a little preface of uh, what we're heading into today. Yeah. Um, So to start us off, uh, it's time for the end around where we talk about uh, general NFL news. 
Um, I just wanted to discuss briefly some things that are happening in free agency. Um, the 49ers have signed Earl Mitchell. They kind of stole him away from the Broncos there. Um, four years, $60 million deal. I guess the four three defense is a better fit, and that's what it sounds like they're doing in Forty ers Yeah, so yeah, um, makes I, sense. I, I guess for me, is it did they steal him away from the Broncos, or did he just you know? Well, no, I mean you know, I it's not really a steal. No, he he visited Denver. I, I think we gave him an offer, and he took the Forty ers over us. You know. Yeah, I, I guess simple as that. You know, we can look at the Forty ers as being hot garbage or part of that group of horrible teams, but. You know, maybe players are excited that that team, that franchise may be on the way up. You know, maybe there's something that be a part of something uh, at the beginning. You know, not necessarily yeah. the beginning, but the beginning of this new chapter. True. For that team. True. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, just today, um, Nick Mangold got cut. Um, the yeah. Big-time Jets center. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. That to me is crazy. Eleven years. Eleven years, man. That just seems kind of disrespectful. But you know, that's how it goes. I'm sure he'll find a, a contender. You to know what though? Sign him. I think there's always like a behind the scenes conversation with these guys. True. And I think that unless I, I mean I don't know much about him. I don't know if his if his play is declined. Um, I don't know if there was anything that he could have done uh, last year to make Fitz Fitz um, Fitzpatrick is that his name Fitzpatrick um, look look like a decent quarterback. Yeah. And that's a whole other other conversation with how Fitzpatrick Fitzy let's call him Fitzy kind of bamboozled <laughs> the Jets into giving him like good two-year contract with the you know with them cutting him whatever right they're gonna cut him but i i don't i i they probably pulled him aside and said listen we want you to take a pay cut and he maybe that was more disrespectful than cutting him because cutting him he can go sign with anyone he wants now true and with centers you could trade centers like you know if they're a halfway decent center you could trade them for you know a future sixth round draft pick or something yeah um because everyone needs a good backup everyone needs a good backup center center is very key in this league yeah they're so. like big time communicators. But eleven years, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's maybe nuts. it's time for the guy to hang it up. Eleven years in the league. I'm sure he's made a few bucks. He's gonna be all right. Yeah. So we won't get into too much into the next topic because we're gonna talk about it at the end of the show with the hot garbage. But um, just kind of talking about the latest quarterback news. I mean, the top mm. three are like basically Garoppolo, Romo, and Cutler. Um, first Cutler's of all, in the top three. I mean, I. I mean, I guess because of people, arm talent. Or people are saying that. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got a lot of intangibles. The guy just can't lead, and he's kind of just mopey. So, uh, but and it sounds like he may retire anyways. But the Jets may be the favorite to I think, land him. I think if he goes anywhere, he should go to the Jets. I think that yeah. If I was, even if there was like maybe more money on the table somewhere else, I think you know you got Brandon Marshall there. He played with Brandon Marshall. You've yep. got uh, Forte. He played with Forte. Yep. I think there's a, a coach on their staff. I don't know if it's their offensive coordinator who someone on the Jets staff worked with Jay Cutler both at Denver and Chicago. Oh, I, didn't I don't know. Re- that. I don't know the guy's name, but okay. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of history there for him, so he can go into a situation. I think for me, my question is about the Jets is the New York media. Can he handle that? You know, True. it's not like, I mean, Chicago's a big city, but it's not like, you know, it's it, when something goes down in Chicago, it, it almost kind of stays local. Yeah. But New York is like, you know, coast to coast, so to speak. You know, it's right. Like, 
anytime Eli Manning has a good or bad game, you know, you know you're yeah, going to hear they, about it. Yeah, you, they really light you on fire for things. And I, Chicago's been pretty hard on Jay Cutler, I think, but you're absolutely right. New York is going to be worse. So, I mean, he may retire, but I think if someone throws a crazy contract at him, you know. You know, it's funny because, you know, I was reading. Bite, bite. I was reading some 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 uh, reporter or whatever was writing that that if the if the offer is not sweet enough um, and and it, it doesn't give him a chance to like win a title or something that he may just retire. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if you still okay, this is coming from someone who wishes he had you know more money, but if someone's offering you anywhere in the in the millions how is that not sweet enough you know right. what i mean like yeah no kidding i i, I would do just about anything for a million dollars like honestly <laughs> come on case just about you don't anything. need to hear about your uh... <laughs> i would do just about anything what's his name uh, what's his name do i at least get to know his name first you don't um, want to know his name dude you don't want to know his name just uh... um but Smile. so I mean, let's say let's hypothetically say the Cleveland Browns come to him and say, "Listen, we're going to give you twelve million dollars to come be on our team. Um, we think that we can we could do something with you on the team. Maybe not win a Super Bowl. I mean, listen, Jay Cutler. There are certain players in this league that I think that they should just get winning a Super Bowl out of their mind. And I and now it's about the money. You know, and, and I sure. know that. Yeah, like I know that. Marino style. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah, I mean, I know that some people would say, oh, well, that's bullshit. It should always be about winning a Super Bowl. But let's be honest. You know, when you have the Patriots going to seven out of the last 15 Super Bowls or something, or 17 Super Bowls, seven times, and then winning five of the seven, I mean, and and then you've got the other two two winning teams is the Giants. So there you've got nine Super Bowls in the last 17 years, won by two teams. Yeah. So let's be honest here. Like, is there a team out there that Jay Cutler can go to and they and could actually be a Super Bowl contender as the, as him as their starting quarterback? I don't even think that guy wants to win a Super Bowl. He doesn't look like a, he wants to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I actually my brother is a Bears fan, and yeah. so I have a lot of um, my heart bleeds for them because my brother is a Bears fan, um, and I I've always rooted for Jay Cutler to be successful. Um, except for when he was with the Broncos, but I always was like, "Hey, you know, he's a he he, he kind of reminds me of Jeff George. Do you remember Jeff George? Oh yeah, absolutely. He started with Atlanta. Yep. And he ended up with the Raiders. I think he played for other few teams. The guy had a cannon for an arm. I mean, right? I don't think I've seen anyone throw the ball like that guy threw it. Um, and he just got signed based off of hopes and dreams, and he got signed off of his pure talent. I think that that's what Jay Cutler. So you kind of root for these guys to kind of, you know, they have all the talent in the world kind of lightning in a bottle but is it because he's not a leader is it because he's not smart i don't know what it is yeah i root for him though so if jay color hears this case fitzsimmons out in los angeles roots for you to do good but you're not going to win the super bowl unless you're backing up tom brady we'll see where you end up pal uh hopefully yeah. you just are happy wherever you go uh garoppolo really quick bears or browns what do you think i, I think, think browns might be the favorite because they can offer more yeah you know what they can offer more and i'd like to believe I I I don't I, I guess I wouldn't say I'd like to believe, but I think that Bill Belichick is get. I, I think at the end of the day, Bill Belichick doesn't care about anyone on that team other than maybe Tom Brady, and I mean that like out of like a it's a business type of thing. Not that he doesn't care about these guys, right? But I'd like to believe that if the Browns offered him say their twelfth pick and say their fourth round pick next year, 
that they would go to Garoppolo and say, listen, we're, we're leaning towards um, the Browns. But Chicago's offer also offering us their third pick for you. I'd like to believe that they would listen to Garoppolo and him saying, please send me to the to, to the bears like i'm right. i'm from that area <laughs> exactly um, yeah know, he's from he's that area i think illinois. he played for yep. illinois uh-huh. eastern eastern yeah. illinois so i i'd like to believe that the patriots would be like you know what kid we we like you enough we'll take the, the the third round pick and parlay it into like 25 other picks over the next 20 years um because they're smart like that you know and obviously right. they're not going to parlay that into 25 picks over the next 20 years but they're they're pretty i'd like to believe that they'll they'll do good by him right We'll um, see, but they're gonna get something good for him. I, I mean, just I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy that these guys play two, three games and then they're garnering first round picks. Well, Garoppolo does look good, but it's this. I think it's gonna be the same situation as the other guy. I can't remember his Matt name. Matt Castle. Yeah, exactly, Matt Castle that came out of there. But Matt Castle at least had like eleven games to show that he was. I think yeah, he even had one true. game where he threw for like four hundred yards. Or yeah, he like he lit it up. He lit it up. That's yeah. why he got the big contract, and then he like fizzled out. But you know, it's a lot of the system, but. So Romo, I mean, I could see him even going to the Bears, but like you said, he probably wants to stay in Texas. He's not going anywhere cold. Stay in the warmth, and uh, you know, Houston would make sense if they can make the contract work. Unless Chicago or someone offers him like "fuck you" money. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I all the money these guys are making are "fuck you" money. But well, yeah, I think there's me, a lot of questions in Chicago because they still have to get rid of Cutler's contract first. To me, "fuck you" money is like when you walk into a a strip club and you go to the owner and you say, Hey, me and my pals want you to close the doors and only let us be in here. And the owner says, are you fucking kidding me? No way. And they're like, fuck you. And they show them their wallet and they go, you know what? Close the doors, lock them up. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's Everybody fuck you out. Money. When you can tell someone, fuck you. And they still do what you want. Cause you're throwing money. I'm going to tell you what I think. And I, and I don't know how much cap space they have. The Houston Texans. I, I, I feel that. Okay. Listen, you, you have, a hatred towards Brock because of him leaving the Broncos, and you like to see him fall. That's fine. I completely dig that. Um, I think that people are a little bit too quick to give Brock a little bit of a hard time because he didn't go around telling people, I'm this fucking awesome. He played football, and the Houston Texans were like, we think you're that awesome that we're going to give you the money, and he took it. So I think people need to kind of give him a bit of a break, but he did look like shit last year. Um, and he was getting paid a lot of money. So maybe he's not their quarterback. So let's say they believe that he's not their quarterback, at least right now. I think the Houston Texans need to take a little bit of that money, give some to Tony Romo, keep him in Texas, put him in a dome where he's not going to get wet or cold for at least eight games out of the year. They play eight home games, yeah. So eight games out of the year. Mm -hmm. And then go out and get Martellus Bennett because he's also from Texas. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Give... Romo tight end, which he loves tight ends. Right. And then fuck it. Throw, you know, four million at Adrian Peterson. Yep. For say, give him like twenty million dollars with like twelve million guaranteed and the rest incentives. That'd be smart. To your contract. Now you've got this you got a running back, which they already have a running back, but you have Adrian Peterson. Yeah, yeah, it's Adrian Peterson. You have Martellus Bennett, who's from Texas, and you've got Tony Romo, AP and you've got insurance. the number one de- rated defense with J.J. Watt coming back. Yep. yep. That would be a scary team, especially in that fucking hot garbage Yeah, I was division. just going to say in that there are hot some schools, garbage AFC South. There, honestly, there are some high school teams in Texas that I honestly believe would score a touchdown on every single one of the AFC South oh, teams. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't beat them because they're small, but yeah, they would, would score absolutely a score a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> so maybe not on JJ Watt. The Houston Texans guarantee because listen, the Houston Texans won nine games last year and won their division. The year before, I think they won their division with like Case Keenum or something, whoever their quarterback was <laughs> uh, last year. Yeah. So or the year 2015. I right, say last no. year is yeah, yeah. last no, I know year. What you meant. So yeah. I believe that Houston Texans, if you you're not gonna have that that defense doesn't last forever. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. you're you know, unless that's your focus every time. There's also a couple quarterbacks out there that uh, or at least one that you think is not um, getting enough attention in this whole, you know, quarterback carousel that's going on. And I think, year. and I think this guy might end up with the Browns, in my opinion, or San Francisco. Okay. AJ McCarron. Ah, yeah. I, if you're looking at the kid from Clemson, people say, oh, well, he won this many games and he had these stats and he played under the big lights and he played in national championship games. And that guy, he's going to be a great starting quarterback. And I think that's a major problem with the NFL and these teams is they want to find the perfect quarterback every year in the draft. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to find the perfect quarterback no. every year. In the draft. They, they don't come out every once year. Once every decade. And let's be honest, the Cleveland Browns would be a good suitor for him because – who was the offensive coordinator in Cincinnati before he was head coach of the Browns? Ah, right. Yeah. So, so that's my point. Is he knows AJ McCarron? He, it's not like AJ McCarron's going to come into some system he has no knowledge of. And the Browns can actually take the first and the twelfth pick and actually get some defense. And with that twelfth pick, if that if he was still sitting there, you get the wide receiver from Clemson. Now you've got the wide receiver from Clemson. And you've got A.J. McCarron, who can throw the ball. I mean, he's he's a pretty talented quarterback. Yeah, he's. I think he's proven himself on the field a couple times over. Yeah, I mean, he came in for Andy Dalton a few years back when Andy Dalton was hurt and got, and they went to the playoffs. And everyone's focusing on the names. And it's like, look, dude, we all want to fuck the hottest cheerleader, but sometimes you got to have sex with the hottest cheerleader's friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, th- that's just how it is. And I know that that's crude, and I don't mean that to be crude. I'm just saying it as a guy's perspective. I think that... You look at all these analysts and ESPN and NFL Network, and they're like, oh, Tony Romo, oh, um, you know, uh, Garoppolo, all of this guy. It's like, come on, let's let's slow down a little bit. There are a lot of quarterbacks out there that could come in and potentially – okay, Garoppolo is better than any first-round quarterback in this draft. I also believe that A.J. McCarron is better than any first-round quarterback in this draft. So, you know, why not not give away your draft picks and then – Sign him in free agency because he's going to be a free agent. They're they're not going to be able to get anything. And if they can get something for him, then give a you know fourth in the next year six or something. Right. I could totally see that happening. You're absolutely right. I mean, something else that came up too that I was thinking about is the Jaguars. Tom Coughlin just said that Blake Bortles isn't guaranteed starter um, this year, so they might be a dark horse in some of this uh, quarterback carousel that's going on. Well, it's time for our next segment, the West Coast Offensive, where we update you on all the uh, NFL teams. We'll kind of go in alphabetical order. So, you know, don't be offended that the Broncos are first. (laughs) I'm not offended. Uh, So the Broncos did not pick up Russell Okung's option, which leaves us totally open at the offensive line. Um, It's kind of a strange move, but at the same time, it saves us cap space. Maybe it was a poor choice for Okung to represent Mm. himself last year. What do you think? Yeah, man, that's... Yeah, it's when I I didn't know that he did that, and I read I read today. That oh yeah, was, lots of people were dogging on him when it happened. Well, I read today that they that they didn't resign him, and that he's 
he's going to be fine. He's he's an offensive lineman. And, oh, and, I mean, yeah, every, he's a solid offensive every, lineman. He's great. What's and it's it's a need right now for a lot of teams. But he should definitely let it, let an agent represent him because yeah, he he, he walked away with what eight million dollars. Was it eight or six? Yeah, eight million in, in eight like million dollars. But that's really kind of it. He signed this beautiful contract at the time. Was over fifty million. Yeah. But the Broncos bamboozled him. I think that John well, Elway always been doing that to everybody. But yeah, uh, I think they knew the guys that deserve it. They knew when he walked out of the room after signing this contract, and he went out and bought all his boys like beers. Yeah. When the door shut, you know, Elway and his staff were probably rolling over in laughter with how they got over on him. Um, because they probably didn't intend to keep him. Yeah, and, it was a rental for and, sure. And, and what he, happens if he got injured? God forbid. Yeah. This and then last he's season, done. Like he not even a, in trouble. Not even franchise tag money. Just you know, that's it. I, I don't know. Yeah, he should have had an agent represent him. But I mean, yeah. you live and learn. He's still a millionaire. Let's yeah. hope. Let's hope. Well, I mean, now our offensive line is totally open. Our options may include Andrew Whitworth out of Cincinnati, but he's up there in age. Dude, your guys' uh, offensive line is was was. Hot garbage last year, dude. Our offensive line is still hot garbage until you we sign some of these guys. Trevor's... Matt Khalil is like one of my favorite out of Minnesota. I think. Listen, you guys aren't gonna. In my opinion, I, I, I know you all won the Super Bowl a few years ago, and I know that you know your defense gets a lot of praise, which they should. But mm-hmm. if I was a football player, I'm not signing with Denver because they won a Super Bowl two years ago, and because your defense is that good. You guys have to get a signal caller in there, a quarterback in there. And listen, I'm not going to dog Trevor Simeon because he had a tough, he had a not a good offensive line last year, and he still was able to do all right. Um, I think Trevor Simeon might end up being a good quarterback, starting quarterback somewhere. Uh, but I think he he had his opportunity to be a starting quarterback, and I think he's going to have to work extra fucking hard to continue to be a starting quarterback anywhere. Well, the sad thing is, though, is Simeon is going to be out five to six months right now with surgery. He's been playing hurt. I just don't know if quarterback's that much of a need right now for the Broncos. I think as long as you get a guy that can get manage the game and McCoy can build a system around him, um, we'll be okay. So that's pretty much it. Just to wrap it up for Denver, there's a lot of free agents out there on the offensive and defensive side. Hopefully we can grab some. We also need somebody like on the other end um, now that Ware is gone, just to kind of bolster that side. Um, so we've got oh, Shane got, Ray. Yeah, but Shane Ray's going to be fine. Shane Ray's going to be good, but we should have a veteran behind him like Freeney or Peppers, I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Is Peppers a free some, agent? Um, I think he's going to yeah, stay with Green Bay. Yeah, he'll probably stay with Green Bay, to be honest. But So Chargers moving on Ooh. in the West Coast Why offensive. do we even keep talking about the Chargers? I mean, I don't know. They like they're, they are the smallest thing on the list. So they we'll, haven't, uh, we'll take about a minute. No, I think, <laughs> I think the Chargers... Chargers should be like, like, like the hot garbage. Like they should be like the footnote at the end of the show. Oh, and Chargers news. Nah, we. And got I'm nothing. not even dissing on them because they're in the AFC West. It's just there's nothing. What is going there to on? talk about with there's them? There's nothing. Well, I, I was just gonna say basically, uh, they're they really kind of have to just rebuild their defense around Joey Bosa now. I guess Joey Bosa is a beast. Um, he is a beast. And then a good coaching staff. If they're smart, they would tag um, Ingram because uh, he's a great outside linebacker. Not great, great, but you know some other teams are gonna offer him some crazy money though because that's just a hot commodity. So we'll see what happens there. Um, re-signed Danny Woodhead to keep some consistency there at running back, and that guy's pretty quick. The only thing, quick I'll, guy. The only, he can't be like a the only back though. They got a Danny Woodhead. Him. If he leaves, I can tell you right now where Danny Woodhead's going to go if he Denver. was not with the Chargers. He no, he's not going to Denver. 
He should go to Denver. He's going where all small white football players go. <laughs> the New England Patriots. <laughs> he went to New England already, though, was didn't he? he? I don't remember. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I just I'm know pretty that New sure. England... Wasn't he a Patriot and then he came to... It's I like, can't remember. It's like Bill now. Belichick. Like He's like that, that big bully on the playground. And like everyone's picking the most athletic kid. And Bill yeah. Belichick's like, okay, I'll take the small white kid. He's on my team. And the small white kid's like, oh my God, I got picked. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, oh my God. I guess in, 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 in hindsight, I'm kind of a small white guy myself. I'm only 5'10". Yeah. But, but I, 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 it's amazing what the Patriots can do with small white guys. It is true. It yeah. is true. It's magical. It and they say magical. white guys can't jump. Did you see Edelman catch that ball? Oh, my it... God. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm. It's crazy. That that was like one of those just miracle moments that only happened in the Super Bowl. This is old news, but what the Chargers should do this year, and I'll tell you what you should do, Chargers, is the Chargers should build a time machine and go back in time and trade Phillip Rivers to the Tennessee Titans like they were going to a few years ago, what the rumor was. Trade him, knowing they knew, they knew more than two, three years ago that they were going to move to L.A. I, that was the plan from the beginning. I think that was a Spanos plan when they bought the team, is to move them out of San Diego. I really believe that. I don't think that they had any plans of keeping him there. And they should have just traded him away and said, listen, you don't want to be a part of the shit show that's about to happen in three years, so we're going to trade you to Tennessee and we're going to rebuild the team. So then when we do move to L.A., we're in the rebuilding process like the Rams are. Yeah. Well, they're kind of just in a reloading process now. But you're right. That was going to be my next point is they kind of have to move on from Phillip Rivers now. They have I think to, it's too late. They're they got to get a young quarterback no in gonna, there. No one's going to. Listen, if, if Phillip Rivers was on the trade market at this moment, at this moment right now. No, I'm saying. He would not, be in the top three of quarterbacks. Not getting that would be. rid of Phillip Rivers. You can't. You trade have him. to keep him. Like, he's going to be there until he retires. But what I'm saying is, like, get someone behind him now that you can get familiar with the new coaching staff and their new schemes and develop like Mike Glennon or someone, you know, I don't know. Some, but you know, Mike option. Glennon, Mike Glennon, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to get an opportunity. He, he's, he, he was drafted by them by Tampa Bay with the hopes that he was going to be their starter. And then James yeah. Winston came up and they're like, Oh, well we can't pass up on this guy. Um, and, and he, and James Winston, not a good public speaker, a good quarterback. And, once again, it comes down to bullshit stuff of hopes and dreams because his forty time he it was almost like a five second forty, it was like four nine something, he ran the forty time, like very slow and he's a good quarterback so he doesn't that's where it goes down back to the Agent McCarron guys I just think that too much is put into everything else yeah well I'm just bringing up him as an example but basically the Chargers need to start I over at quarterback I think, and, and get like going on the future I think for that guy though my point was is he's not going to sign somewhere as a backup he 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 might as well in my opinion he might as well stay in Tampa Bay and hope that Jameis Winston fizzles out right but I don't think that's going to happen no no not this year not with all these QB needy teams. Um, so the Chiefs signed C.J. Spiller, um, yeah. who's done nothing for four teams in five months. So well, the we'll Chiefs signed him because they're ready to move on from their running back because their running back wants a lot of money. And yeah, Jamal Charles is moving on for sure because um, Ware and West are locked up with contracts, and so they're good there. Um, their keys to the offseason are definitely going to be um, like creating cap space, like cutting Jamal Charles, Nick Foles, uh, maybe even their punter Colquitt. 
and uh, maybe even Jeremy Macklin. That's a stretch, but I think they should get rid of him. I think so too. Or not? I mean, it sounds so awful to say get rid of him, but well, they, should, they should move on. From it's him. just, it's yeah. These guys, you've you, got that. They that. can go elsewhere, and you're going to save a lot of money. You have eleven draft picks. They have eleven draft picks. They have eleven draft Chiefs picks. Chiefs have eleven draft. They picks. have eleven draft picks, and Broncos have ten. So well, they could build a. They can build a new. Yeah, that's what I'm offensive. saying. So what they need to do is like, and those are cheap options too because they're drafting. Oh. So you cut all these guys. Uh, you have to sign Eric Berry. I don't know what the hell you're thinking. It's like not signing Von Miller. It's like the well, equivalent. They can, they it's like sign su- fucking Eric Berry. They could sign him and their franchise tag that other guy, right? To Don Terry Poe. Yeah. Or they can sign Poe and. Franchise, but what's yeah. it? But Barry said he's doesn't he's not going to accept the franchise tag. Right, I don't. You're so gonna, you, you, you need to pay him. He's like one of the best safeties in the league, pump. dude. He's like yeah. top five safety. Pay the man. Like I just get mad when teams don't just like. It's kind of like with Von Miller. John Elway tried to mess with Von Miller too. He tried to sneakiness like like he does with Okung and stuff. And like Von Miller and his camp basically smacked that down and said no. Let me ask you a question though. I don't know much about the Denver's cap space and. And, um, and right now we have a lot of money because we've been smart. Elway's okay, been so, very smart. So you signed Von Miller. Is that going to fuck you up in a few years? I mean, the cap's going up every year. Like, oh, it's no, we already up. signed Von Miller. It's not. No, fun. I know. It's but not it's the messing. money. you. No, it, we're OK. OK. The, the big problem originally was Manning's contract. But once that went away, I mean, we're OK now. That's why we're letting all these other guys go, though, because we. Chris Harris, well, you let that one Vaughn guy. Miller, like these what's, guys are taking up a lot of money. What's that Demarius player, Thomas, what's that player's Emmanuel name? Sanders. What's that player's name that left you guys last year and went and signed that huge contract with Jacksonville and didn't really do anything with Jacksonville? Um, the defense. Oh, Malik Jackson. Malik, yeah. yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that's what we're still hurting at defensive tackle, so we'll see. But anyways, enough about Denver. Sorry. So Chiefs, we kind of talked about moving on. Uh, who knows what they're going to do at quarterback? Uh, but they nef- definitely need maybe need some help there eventually. But yeah. uh, moving on to your favorite team, the mm. Raiders. Raider Nation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I you know some of the things that I jotted down for like keys of the off season is definitely pick up um, max option. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of like a no brainer. Like duh. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> They don't technically have to do anything with his fifth year option now because he's going into his fourth year. Um, I you just don't let him get to free agency next year. No, don't. Um, I I don't know. I, I you know it's funny because you like to believe that these players they love where they're at and and obviously they're not going to stay for less money like Von Miller. But like I I don't like by picking up his fifth year option he's not going to get any more money this year. So whether they pick it up this year or not, whatever. And then with Khalil Mack, like, and I know that it burns a lot of guys, but I think you could pick up his fifth-year option, and then if you absolutely needed to, you could franchise tag him the sixth year. And all that time, you're, you know, the most important thing is obviously Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, There's nobody on defense that if they walked that we would be devastated on. Right. This year. Right. There's no one on offense that if they walked, we would be devastated. Yeah, you're in a good situation, but you should extend Derek Carr now. Um, oh yeah, because that you're letting he's cheap right now, but you need to sign him now. You know, I read somewhere <laughs> some some smart some smart guy was saying, well, technically, you don't really need to extend Derek Carr now because he's under contract for this year. If you extend him now, you have to give him money this year. I'm like, that's the stupidest fucking. That's how you hurt hurt people. That's how you piss people off and you get them to say, you know what, I'm leaving. Yeah, it goes back to my thing with saying like 
you'd like to believe these guys were like, I don't ever want to leave this team. Right. And I don't think Derek Carr would leave if the Raiders, but like, let's say the Raiders don't give him money this year. And then they franchise, and they do like what Washington's doing to Kirk Cousins, and they franchise tag him next year because the Raiders aren't going to use their franchise tag this year, from what I've read. There's no one to okay. use on, right? So you you franchise tag Derek Carr next year, and you're essentially going to give him twenty four million dollars next year. That could make him say, you know what, fuck you guys, because yep. Houston's now need in need of a quarterback, and they should have drafted me to begin with. And they're offering me the largest contract right. ever for a quarterback, and you guys can't touch that. And I'm going to go back to Houston, where I played high school ball for a few years, and my brother played. And it, you know, and Derek Carr has come out and said that he's he has a lot of respect for the owner of the Houston Texans, um, Bob McNair, I think his name is. Yeah. So you gotta be yeah, careful, you gotta extend Raiders. Them now. You gotta extend them now. You just have to pay the people, man. The pay the people that are making your ticket sales. I think Reggie like, McKenzie. Reggie McKenzie knows that just though. He's smart. Oh, he does. I, th- I think. I, bef- I think by mid-season, even before the season starts, I bet they'll announce it. They'll I'll just bet be like, you, "Hey, by the way, we locked up Derek Carr with five year, whatever." I bet yeah. you that they'll lock him up before the draft. Before be April, that'd be I, awesome. Because do just do it. How? Are you, well, that's true too. Because then you have your accounting out of the way. Like, look, yeah. we know we're going to do this anyway. Like, okay, let's get the accounting out of the way. Exactly. Now we have X amount of dollars to work with. That's smart. That's super <clears throat> smart. And something you talked about is just getting better up the middle. I think that was kind of the only weakness for the Raiders is kind of the inside linebackers well, and the safety. Mario maybe. Edwards was was hurt all year last year. Is he coming back then? Yes, he he came okay. back at the end of last year. Oh, and you mentioned. Um, Alden Smith. Alden Smith. Well, Alden Smith plays defensive end. Yeah, but you know the way they play the, these days, well, it's you, almost like yeah, you can have them all the over outside. the place. Yeah, but let's you know let's see if Alden Smith actually even plays this year. Yeah, no kidding. Having Who domestic knows? violence and stuff. Yeah. So what else with the Raiders though? What what else other than that that we've talked I think about? There's the, you know you're the fan. You know, as as a fan of the Raiders, and you 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 grow to really love the players that are on your team. Um, you know, you've got. Um, Latavius Murray, who's who's gonna be mm. gone? They're gonna let yeah. him walk because you gotta replace him. They're not. Well, I think he's a pretty decent running back, and just like I said about quarterbacks, you know, every team is looking for that perfect quarterback every draft. But you're not gonna get a perfect quarterback. You're not gonna get an Adrian Peterson in every draft. So no. I, I think there was some weird statistic that I read that there were only like. I don't know, like eight. I don't know. It was like under twelve running backs last year rushed for over a thousand yards. Wow! It wasn't that that many. There wasn't that many running backs that had amazing years or amazing year well, rushing. It's kind of changed. Like it used to be that you had your workhorse back and you always went to him, but now it's changed. Like there's a lot of teams doing the two running back thing for better or for worse. Well, and 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 I and I think the league wants wants these games to be exciting. Yeah. So you've got teams Keep that are pressing it more, and they're, you know, they've yep. got, you know, the Matty Ices and the Derek Cars and the the people that make it exciting by throwing the ball down the field. That that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. You but you're gonna always have teams like the Steelers that are gonna be kind of in the trenches and running it, but they've got, but again, they threw the ball a lot. I mean, so it's really about balance, I think. Um, but you're right. The the big plays, the big throws, the big time players, they're the ones that puts people in the seats and gets their eyes glued to the TV. So yeah, there are some players in the Raiders that they're gonna leave, and it's kind of kind of sucks because I'd like to see Latavius Murray come back. But I, uh, the rumors he's gonna go to Philadelphia. Yeah, he, he posted a he picture of sense. him and um, uh, Carson Wentz like hanging out or something. Oh, yeah, they would be a good team together. Actually, that I think that fits kind of his style. Well, maybe. there's also the 
that Matthews kid, um, their running back, he he went he was actually he he was running back for the Chargers. He was out of Fresno right. State, and he's now he he Ryan was Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews. He's yeah. the one they brought in with, um, what's his name from Dallas, and everyone's like, why are you bringing in two running backs that are very similar? Right. And so he's he's a very he's he's a lot like Ryan Matthews. He's a big running back that just makes one cut and he's up the middle. So. Well, there you have it for the West Coast Offensive. I think we covered all the teams pretty well so far. It's going to start to get interesting with the combine. Um, I don't really know college too much, so I don't know how much how deep we'll get into it. You know more about it than I do, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll I kind of like you take the lead on that. I but. can tell you right now, it's a very defensive stacked. There's a lot of defensive players coming out this this. Yeah, this that's what I've heard. So it should be interesting. But yep. moving on to our last segment, um, hot garbage. It's our new segment where we talk about the the best of the worst kind of in the NFL. And I think we kind of wanted to talk this week about the quarterback carousel and not only, you know, those guys, but also the quarter, quarterback needy teams that may overpay for one of these guys mm-hmm. or just get someone that's not going to pan out. So, well, we, you know, I don't want to spend a crazy amount of time on this because we're trying to keep these short and sweet. But, um, but yeah, man, hot garbage. Let's do it. So uh, last year's hot garbage team was clearly the Houston Texans. They went out and they paid Brock Osweiler a shit ton of money. Totally. I think this year's hot garbage, hot, I can't talk, hot garbage team is probably going to be the Jets. That's my guess. Really? Out of all the quarterback needy yeah. teams, the Jets? They may not go out and spend the money that the Texans spent because I don't know if there's going to be a free agent quarterback like Brock Osweiler was. That, like a true free agent quarterback. But whoever that is, I think the Jets are going to overspend because they clearly don't have the faith in their backups that they have right now. They are a team that people, for some reason, believe that they're can win now, which I don't believe they can win now. I don't think they're a win now team. I think the Texans are a win now team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think what you brought up before is perfect. If you uh, pop in a veteran quarterback yeah. and go get Adrian Peterson and Martellus Bennett and you're kind of set. Now, what if what if this year's hot garbage team with quarterbacks is also, again, the Houston Texans? Wouldn't that be funny? If they went out and they paid Tony Romo like... <laughs> and then he breaks his foot like... Uh, in training camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazy things have happened, right? Like, look at uh, poor Teddy Bridgewater. They, we still yeah. don't, they, oh, still, they still haven't said exactly how they just said it was a non football, a non contact injury. Like, what did he do? Did he step in a pothole? Did a squirrel man. trip him? Like, what happened? Like, so that was a devastating blow. But, well, you know, Bradford kind of worked out for him. But man. I think Sam Bradford's a good quarterback. Yeah. I think if teams were smart, they'd find a way to trade for Sam Bradford. Well, I think Minnesota should just hang on to him oh, and yeah. try to make another run because they they should have been a favorite last year, but it just didn't work out. But you're they so were, you're right. Seven I mean, and so hot garbage team this year could be the Jets or it could I be think Houston. I think yeah. Well, the Houston's always up for running. Yeah, I think the Jets are going to be the hot garbage team because out of all the teams that are looking for a quarterback, they're the team that supposedly is in a position to win now. Yeah. So I can see the Jets going out and say giving Colin Kaepernick. Like a stupid deal, yeah. like a seventy million. You know, there's deal. only two teams that I really think are gonna make a big splash at quarterback, and that would probably be the Bears and um, 
And yeah, like you said, Houston, because it would just be weird with the Osweiler situation. That's why I say it would be a big splash. But other than that, I mean, the Niners are probably going to play it safe. It sounds yeah. they're they're going to go out and get Shaw probably. And I don't and, know, uh, and I don't know who who the Browns front office is. Yeah, but the Browns have sucked for so long. Yeah, just build a fucking team. Well, and that's the thing, and I, that's what I was going to say is like all of these quarterbacks that we're mentioning like cousins garoppolo romo cutler taylor like all of these guys kind of have asterisks next to their name like you said none of them are true free agents yeah uh, very few of them are and I mean, so if Kirk cousins it's gonna if... be just interesting to see how it plays out but um Kirk cousins man. he must have like pissed in someone's bowl of cereal or something i don't know what that guy has to do I, to like well i don't know what he did to, to the washington people. redskins they don't have enough faith in them that they're not going to sign him to they should have signed him last it year it would be cheaper to sign him to a deal yeah it would have been cheaper a year ago to sign him to unless a deal, his a, unless his agent's just a fucking dickwad i don't know like, what's happening but that well it's it's not the agent that's a dickwad it's the owner it's always well, snyder like he's what i'm saying though dick, is like but, Let's say Snyder came to him and said, listen, okay, we'll give you $120 million over seven years. We're going to pay you $18.5 million a year. And after three years, if we want to cut you, we can cut you. And his agent's like, no, 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 no. You're, no one cuts Kurt Cousins. And he's <laughs> like, know. no, no, no. Uh, he's a football player, and if we want to cut him, um, no one he puts. He can go at you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, who knows you. what his agent's negotiating and and – you know, that's what I like when these teams let these players go and you're like, oh, my God, that team let that guy go. We don't know if that guy's in the no. fucking locker room crying every day, stirring shit up. Like, we don't know why these teams let these guys it's go. It's true. It's really strange. It's a weird situation over there in Washington, though. It always has been, always will be. I just don't see them being very successful ever, even with Kirk Cousins or without him. Yeah. So. So, yeah, man, I think, I mean, I think that kind of wraps it up almost. I mean, the yeah. hot garbage team this year, we'll see who it really I think is. It's going to be the Jets. We'll see uh, who overpays for a quarterback. RG3, but... that's the guy. He's the guy. No, he I'm could be the one. No. That... <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if RG3 actually figured out how to be a pro quarterback and he, uh, he just became like this? Why do people want that guy to be on their team? RG three needs to go. Away. They want that exciting guy like Cam Newton or he's Russell not Wilson. Exciting, he's though. not. He's just not that guy. I think Paxton Lynch could be that guy. I just gotta say though, Paxton Lynch. You know who Paxton Lynch has always reminded me of? Who? He looks like a three musketeer. <laughs> like, you know, like he looks like he belongs in like <laughs> like the medieval days. Oh my god, my head almost just exploded. That's like, hilarious. Like when he walks into oh the locker god, room. Oh my god, really give, did give me a headache. Like when he walks <laughs> walks in the locker room, he's like, good day, sir. Oh my god. Yes, you're totally right. Especially you, with that little mustache that yeah, he's got. Yeah, you put like a three musketeer outfit on him. He's like, I mean, he's, he would, an inch. he's a big three musketeer. Yeah, he's very tall. But he just like, he's got that little creepy goatee going on. <laughs> it's like he's got a sword Dude, in his totally locker right. He tr- puts those like baggy pants on and like goes to duel yeah like when i go to 7-eleven and i see the candy bar three musketeers i think of pax knowledge (laughs) (laughs) he walks in the locker room he's like listen here good sir i trade you my yak for two chickens and the starting job (laughs) yeah (laughs) and make me the starting quarterback i challenge you to do trevor simeon he looks okay 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 okay, okay, he looks like the pirate on the Tampa Bay Buc- the old school Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh my Bucs. God, you're right. He looks like that guy. He should have been. He should be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. <laughs> he should have been a Buccaneer, and they should have put his face on the helmet. Yeah, 
damn. And I'll, I'll just say Look this. Look out, Jameis Winston. To have a little bit of humility. Derek Carr looks like he's like one season away from like competition of like bodybuilders. Like the guy just keeps getting buffer and buffer. Stop working out, Derek. <laughs> You're too big, dude. You see his jersey? Looks like no. he's going to rip at the arms. I mean, the guy <laughs> oh. needs to slow down a little bit. What are you trying to do? Like relax. Tim Tebow? And- relax. Cool, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the episode a little longer than expected. But, hey, um, I think that we're going to get it down pat here with these new segments. It's kind of fun. And uh, yeah. we'll talk real soon. And there's going to be a lot of things coming up. I think that coming well, lots up. Lots of stuff coming co- up. March 9th, man. Yeah, well, that and and I think that we're going to have, you know, in, the, in future podcasts, we'll have um, – We'll talk about uh, fantasy football. We'll talk about all kinds of things. Definitely. So just hang tight with us, guys. Talk soon. See you.